Okay, I'm back. You might hear a little bit of background noise because I'm pretty sure Nathaniel is out and about, and I normally record when he is napping. So if you do, it's real life. We do this. I have a child. I have a couple. (laughs) So today I'm talking about mindset, specifically a biblical mindset. And if you look at my website, podcast stuff, Facebook group photo, all that, it says biblical mindset. We hear a lot of talk about mindset in the coaching world and really in anything, right? At work, you might hear your leaders talk about having a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. You might see people on social media saying that you need a positive mindset. Well, as a Christian, it's important to have a biblical mindset. So today, I'm sharing more about what that is, how to cultivate it, and how this helps you manage your worries. So I hope you tune in because this is going to be good. Let's do it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with. If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, so before we dig in, I'm going to start with this week's featured review or this episode's featured review, and this is from Paige Amber Bacani. It's titled, How to Stop the Overwhelm, (laughs) with a lot of exclamation points. She says, Aloha, sweet sister. Thank you for your episode on how to stop the overwhelm so that I know what God is calling me to do in this season. I want to hear his voice, but I need to make sure I am listening. All my love, your sister, Paige Amber Bacani, on a bridge faith. And I can just hear Paige's voice saying this the way she speaks because we talk on Facebook Messenger. So I'm definitely so grateful, Paige, for this sweet review. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you for tuning in. And if you are enjoying the show, if you are blessed by any of the episodes, I just ask that you would take 30 seconds to stop, leave a five star review, let people know why you love the show, what resonates with you you know, why it would be a safe place for a Christian woman to plug into, especially, and I'll talk about this in today's episode, you know, it's especially important for us to point each other to good resources because in today's world, a lot of things masquerade as Christian or safe for Christians and low key, they're not. So we're going to dig into that. That's going to be my segue. I'm going to share why this is an important topic to me and why I even think about biblical mindset to begin with. So I'm going to share a little bit about my story. I wasn't always a Christian, right? And before I was a Christian, I just thought that I needed to be a good person, right? I thought that really my intentions were, you know, if if my intentions were pure, I was, you know, if I was with a positive mindset, if I had a growth mindset, like if I just didn't do wrong to other people and minded my business and drank my water and like got my workout in, I was, you know, I was fine. You know, I wasn't going to be on the path to hell. I don't even think I thought about hell, to be honest. And um, 
And the truth of the matter is that so much of what I was digesting, so much of what I was taking in with positivity and all these self-love, self-whatever things, right? There's like a full movement on how to be positive and like people talk about operating on a different frequency and vibrate higher and all this stupid stuff we see. I call it stupid now, but I was super subscribed previously. It's really a, a belief system, okay? And mindset comes back to what you believe, you know? When you think about what a positive mindset is, it's basically just providing a spin on the situation so that it is mindset, uh, positive. And mindset is described as, or I guess defined as an established set of attitudes, okay? Or values of a person, right? A frame of mind, an attitude, a disposition, okay? A mindset might also arise from a person's worldview or philosophy of life. So if you're a Christian, wouldn't it make sense that you hold a biblical mindset, that you cultivate a biblical mindset? I didn't. I didn't know what that was really until the last couple of years and really until I started really digging into the word of God and asking, like, is what I'm doing, is what I'm saying, is what I believe lining up with what God's word says, right? I had a friend, no longer my friend, still love her. I had a friend who questioned everything I ever said and did. (laughs) And if you have one of those friends, I might be that friend to you, but I think I've backed off because of this. It can get tiring, okay? But then also you start to wonder like, what is the motive, right? And I remember responding to something that this friend was pushing back on. And I said, you know, I believe the Bible to be true, like 100% true. And she said, you're the only person I know who believes that. And this person knows a lot of people. So imagine how surprised I was. It was in the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, this is like a time of reflection for everybody. I remember wondering, like, why do I believe it to be true? And it was because I had studied it. I had read it, right? I started reading the Bible in 2015 and I became a student of the word, not just a consumer. I'm fully transformed. I've given my life to Christ and I will not go back. And in order to know what I believed, I needed to know what God's word said. And when I read what God's word said and I had those questions, I didn't turn to man, I turned to the Lord. And he pointed me to the right resources. He pointed me to the right teachers. He pointed me to the people who gave me the truth in, you know, gracious ways. But sometimes even in the most gracious presentation, it was hard to swallow that truth pill because God's word tells us where we're wrong, right? And so... The reason I bring this up is because sometimes the way we see things is a mixture of what God's word says and what culture says, right? The way that we perceive things to be right or the truth or whatever, like those views, those core values that we have, they are informed not just by God's word, but also by the world that we're supposed to be in, not of, right? So how did I come out of that? Well, I could tell you that the Lord is still continuing to sanctify me and will always, right? Until I get to heaven. But it was only after I was asking the Lord for wisdom and knowledge and turning back to scripture to compare what I was receiving with what God's word said to make sure that they lined up. And that is really how you cultivate a biblical mindset, right? So, If you want to cultivate a biblical mindset, you need to run your thoughts, run whatever you're consuming, run your beliefs against scripture. 
right? And I have a verse for you so that you can learn to do this because this is a great example of, of what this looks like. Is in Acts chapter 17, verse 11. It says, Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Right? So they didn't just take what their pastor said and like run with it. They were like, now nah, let me see what if what this guy says actually lines up with the word of God. Right. And so when we do that on a consistent basis, we start to see, hey, this thing kind of sounds like what the word of God says, but like this thing is off. So why is that? Is it this person's interpretation? Is it that they're adding to it? Is it that they're leaving something out to make it more palatable, right? And this is a practice that you need to be committed, devoted to following through on consistently because culture is really like the devil's playground, right? And I don't mean to say this in like this like super religious way, but honestly, like we're living in a fallen world, right? So everything that the enemy can get his hands on, he's going to twist it. So it kind of sounds like the truth, but like it's not actually the truth, right? He tried to tempt Jesus with almost truths, right? He knew scripture, the, the devil knows scripture and he'll, he'll twist scripture to try to make you fall. But it's up to you to come back to scripture and look at it. Like, is this what? scripture says. And don't try to twist and justify the things that don't actually line up with scripture, right? Like that is why we have the word of God. Thank God it's readily available for those of us in countries like the USA, right? So as a practical assignment, I want you to just like this week, every time you have a revelation or someone gives you wisdom, just go back to your Bible, you know, you can go on to like Bible.com or BibleGateway.com and you can like type in keywords to find verses that actually speak to what it is that you might be wanting to compare it to. And you find what scripture says about it. And if you don't know, come to the Facebook group. We'll help you out. Right. Mary is all up in the word. She's also a theology buff. Same here. Like we will find responses for you and point you in the direction of resources so that you can do your homework and you can turn to the Lord in prayer and ask him to reveal to you the truth. Now, how does this help you with your worries, right? Because I was saying, you know, do you have a biblical mindset? What is a biblical mindset to begin with? I explained that. Do you have one? You know that you have a biblical mindset if what you believe and how you live and how you act and the things that are true in your life actually line up with scripture, okay? That is how you know. Now, how does this help you manage your worries? This helps you with your worries because you start to realize through the experiences documented throughout God's word that you don't have to know what the next move is, right? You don't have to have the next move in your life set in stone. It doesn't even need to be clear because you trust God in this moment to carry you to the very next, right? You just need to know what God says about a situation. You don't need to you know, worry about what anybody else says. Right? If the Lord has placed people in your life to be sources of good counsel, your husband, maybe your parents, if, if they're Bible-believing Christians, if you have a friend or a mentor at church, you know, hoping that they point you back to God's word, but you know, truly he does use his children to minister to one another. So that is another way. But ultimately, you still want to take what those people give you and compare it with scripture. Then you pray and then you wait for the Lord to respond. So if you're worried about your to-do list, guess what? 
Jesus had a lot of things to do. The mission that he had saved everybody's life, right? Those who trust in him will have eternal life. He still took breaks. He still rested. He still retreated to find alone time to be with the Father, right? He wasn't out here worrying about all the things because he knew that the Lord, God in heaven, would provide a way for him to get all the things done. And like I said, you might not know how that's going to happen. You don't see it. It's not identified yet, right? It's not set in stone and that's okay. But part of having a biblical mindset is trusting that the Lord is sovereign, that he is faithful to provide, to make a way, and to respond to you. And when you think he's responded, compare what your understanding is against what scripture says, just like the Berean said. So that is all I have for you today. I hope that you are ready for this Ruth study that we're about to dig into. Um, We actually already are digging in, but it's still early on. You're not too much behind, right? Join us, herrenewstrength.com forward slash community. And tomorrow's the last day. I'm giving away 100 minutes of free coaching. That's five 20-minute calls, which will happen inside the Facebook group. So you have to join the Facebook group and either leave a review and share it to the Facebook group or screenshot the review that you already left and share it on your social or with a friend and you know share that screenshot to the Facebook group. So wherever you share it, make sure that you are letting us know. We just want to see the, the proof. And then we'll enter you to win 20-minute slot of coaching, which will also happen inside the Facebook group. I'll pick the winners at the podcast anniversary party, which you are invited to. And podcast anniversary party is happening tomorrow, November 9th, 2 p.m. Eastern. The details are inside the Facebook group. Again, you don't want to be missing out. So make sure you join herrenewstrength.com forward slash community. It's also inside the newsletter. If you're not receiving that, you can subscribe at herrenewedstrength.com. I appreciate you. I hope this blessed you and I will see you on the next one. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.